Hello and welcome to the Bright Morning Podcast. I'm Elena Aguilar. All right, friends. So I hope that you know that this is the week that the PD book comes out. And I mean, this is the week that it lands on your doorstep, in your hands. For all of you who pre-ordered, thank you so much. I am so excited to see this book. It just kind of makes me want to sing a little song, but I'm going to spare you that. My musical abilities are only to be viewed on Instagram occasionally. But for now, for today, I am going to share with you one more glimpse into one of the seven habits that can transform your professional development. Before I get into sharing that content with you, I do want to thank Brooke P. from New York for being a podcast supporter. And for all the rest of you listening, if you want to become a podcast supporter, check out the show notes. You'll find information there about how to do so. And also, folks, if you have not rated and reviewed this podcast on Apple Podcast, I would be so grateful if you would. It'll take you less than a minute and it means a lot. And I do read all the reviews, by the way. Okay, so the PD book, the PD book comes out this week and this book was written with Lori Cohen. And we also hope that you know that if you pre-ordered it, then you have access to some mini trainings in which Lori or I will guide you deeper into the skills. You only get access to those trainings if you have pre-ordered the book. And so if you are listening to this on Monday, May 23rd, we will consider any order that you put in today, but today's the last day as a pre-order. Tomorrow, the book is officially out, May 24th. And then you can still get it, still read it, but you don't get access to the goodies. Okay, folks, so today I am going to tell you a little bit about the chapter, the habit called Engage Emotions. And I'm gonna share with you 10 strategies that you can use to shift a mood in a PD session or before a PD session when you find that you're in a mood and you want to shift it, I'm going to tell you 10 strategies that will help you do that. And you will find these strategies in the book. So just a reminder, this book is built around seven habits that you can use, which will transform your professional development, which will create the conditions for folks to learn. And I'm just gonna tell you what those are to also hopefully get you excited to see this book. So the first habit is determine purpose, because purpose is everything. Why are we here? Why are we doing this? The second habit is engage emotions. And that's what we're gonna dig into today. Third is navigate power because power is always present and we can learn how to navigate it. Fourth is anchor in adult learning. That's how you kind of know what to do when and why. Fifth, design intentionally. Sixth, attend to details. And seventh, facilitate adaptively. So those are the seven habits, the seven chapters of this book. All right, let's dig in to how to shift the mood. 
So I want to ask you as we get into this to call to mind a meeting or PD session that you facilitated when perhaps either before it or during it, you realized that you were in a mood. And perhaps you also recognized that that mood, you know, might not be the one that's most conducive to other folks learning, or you just realize that, oh, I'm just grumpy and I don't want to be this way. Or you're getting triggered by others or whatever it is. We all get into moods. It's normal. The key, the skill is to First, recognize it because sometimes it can take a while or sometimes you only realize that you're in a mood when someone else says something to you like, hey, what's going on today? You seem kind of worried or you get other kind of feedback. So that's the first thing is recognize. And then second, have some strategies that you can draw on to shift that mood if you want to. I'm going to share the 10 with you, but these strategies are to some extent individualized. We are all going to have a preference for one or a few strategies that tend to work better for us than others. And so my encouragement to you as you listen to me describe them is think about which ones immediately to you feel like, oh yeah, I could do that, or I do that already. Or maybe I do that and I just kind of forget that that's so helpful. And the second thing is listen for the ones that you feel sort of a strong sense of resistance to the ones that you feel like, yeah, I would never do that because there might be something there for you to explore, to understand about yourself. Sometimes the things that we have a lot of resistance to can actually be teachers for us and ultimately great helpers. So let's get in to these 10 strategies to shift the mood. These all have self-talk phrases that you can use. And then I'll tell you a little bit about why and how it helps. So the first self-talk phrase is to ask yourself, what's most important right now? What's most important? Sometimes we're irritated by little things that don't matter. Sometimes we start ruminating, perseverating over those little things that we know ultimately don't matter. And so stepping back from the situation for a moment and asking yourself what's most important might help you let go of some of those little things that ultimately aren't that important. Second, the self-talk phrase is what's within my influence or control? And if you have been following my work for any amount of time now, you've probably heard me talk about this concept of the spheres of influence and control. We often can get easily annoyed by things that are outside of our control. And when we recognize that, we can focus on what we can influence or what we can control. And just that shift in focus is empowering. As a reminder, perhaps ultimately the only thing that we can really control is our thoughts. And our thoughts include our response to a situation, to anything that's going on. What's within my influence or control in this situation? Third, the self-talk phrase is, is there any other way I can interpret what's going on? Is there any other way I can interpret what's going on? Often we can get in a mood 
when we interpret someone else's behavior. Often our interpretations are part of what contributes to our suffering. And so just thinking about other ways to see the situation, expanding our perspective helps us not take things so personally. And just remembering that, you know, this sort of like everybody has a lot of stuff going on. When people's behavior is irritating or triggering, there's a lot of stuff going on that you don't know about. Just reminding yourself in the moment, there's more going on here. And is there any other way I can interpret what's happening right now. All right, fourth, this one can be challenging sometimes. I'm going to give you that. But the self-talk phrase is to say to yourself, everyone is doing the best they can, including me. Everyone is doing the best they can. Me too. This is a strategy to activate your empathy and compassion both for yourself and for others. And really what it does is just brings in a little softness in what might feel like a tense or a difficult moment. You know, sometimes, yes, someone's best isn't enough and you do have a choice about who you spend time around, but sometimes just recognizing that they are doing their best can be a relief. It kind of allows you to accept the current reality. All right. Next, this is number five, the strategy to shift a mood is to ask yourself, what do I need right now? What do I need? When you acknowledge your own needs and when you identify them, this is an act of kindness towards yourself, even if you can't meet those needs in that moment. You know, you might be at work and you might be triggered in a PD session that you're facilitating, asking yourself, what do I need? Your response might be something like, I just need to rest. I just need a good night's sleep. Or I need to talk to my boss about what's going on here. Or I need more respect at work. Often when we're in a bad mood, It's a sign that we need to take care of some part of ourselves. And just by acknowledging that, you can start to do that, really. All right. Strategy number six is to use the self-talk phrase, nothing is perfect, personal, or permanent. And this is actually a phrase that comes from Buddhist philosophy. Nothing is perfect, personal or permanent. Sometimes when we're grumpy or we're emotionally activated, those moods can feel very permanent. And so just remind yourself everything changes. And I know it can be hard to accept that nothing is personal, but nothing is personal. And nothing and no one, yourself included, is perfect. So using this phrase, saying this to yourself can really just generate some self-kindness, can kind of soften the moment. All right, the next strategy, we're on number seven here, when you are in a mood is to ask yourself, have I ever acted this way? Sometimes when you're triggered by someone else's behaviors, humility can really help. Recalling your own learning journey and your own development as a human being, reminding yourself like, yeah, I've done that. That kind of like, oh, yeah, I remember doing that. When you can see yourself in the other person, that reminder will soften you up a little bit in a good way. All right, 
Number eight of the 10 strategies to shift a mood is to use the self-talk phrase, what's unhealed in me? What's unhealed in me? When you are triggered, when you're emotionally activated, that can indicate that there is some experience in your past in which you were hurt or you were harmed and you haven't yet healed. And so just saying that in the moment and making a pledge to yourself to investigate those sore spots can kind of create a sense of hope, of possibility in the moment. You deserve healing. And if and when you are triggered, making a commitment to yourself, it is along the lines of saying to yourself like, okay, I see you. I recognize there's some hurt. What's unhealed in me? I'm going to attend to this. All right. Strategy number nine is to say to yourself, what do I wish I could say right now? In that moment in which you are experiencing a mood, what do I wish I could say right now? Now, there's a difference between what you wish you could say and what you can say when you're in a bad mood, for example. But identifying what you wish you could say can be powerful because it really just allows you to hear a part of yourself that needs expression. And if possible, jot that down, your response to your own question, jot it down somewhere. Even if you're in the middle of facilitating a PD session, if you can scribble it in your notebook or something or write afterwards, It'll release a little bit of steam and then afterwards remind you to unpack whatever's going on. All right, number 10, the last strategy to shift a mood is to tell yourself to get in the bubble. Now, let me explain what that means. So this is a strategy that for me, I found really powerful. And I imagine a translucent bubble of safety. And I imagine that when I'm inside of it, nothing will bother me. No one's words can hurt me. Nothing gets under my skin. When you're in a situation that feels especially difficult or toxic and you're triggered or you're in a mood, visualize stepping into this bubble and staying there until you are safe. Later, you do need to figure out how to get out of that toxic situation. But in the moment, you can draw a boundary. And so moods are contagious. They are other people's moods, your moods. They're contagious. This is neuroscience. But you can also step into a bubble and really prevent yourself from catching a lot of those moods. So those are the 10 strategies to shift a mood when you are facilitating PD or when you're preparing. And really, I just want to remind you that emotions are messengers. Grumpiness or triggers or pet peeves are invitations to learn more about yourself. Those emotions are trying to give you information. Also, I should remind you that if a mood sticks around for a while, you know, if you recognize that you're sad or you're annoyed or you're anxious a lot and you can't really find relief, then I want to encourage you to learn more about depression and anxiety and to seek out professional support. The rates of depression and anxiety in the United States and really in the world are higher than they have ever been recorded. We don't know. There's lots of unrecorded. And for educators, they're higher than the average 
public. So those are worth knowing. And if you are wondering even if you are experiencing some depression or anxiety, then seek out support to help you, even just to answer that question. All right, friends, that is this final episode that we are offering you to give you a peek into what is in the PD book, which comes out this week. So I want to leave you with one question to reflect on, and that is, how do you want to feel when you facilitate PD? How do you want to feel? I really want to encourage you to explore that question, to be honest with yourself, to really burrow into that question. How do you want to feel when you facilitate PD? And then to explore how you can create that reality for yourself. I know the PD book will help you to do that. Friends, if you enjoyed this episode, I hope you'll share it with a friend, with a colleague, because remember that most people start listening to new shows when you hear from someone else. They recommend it to you. I hope you'll share it. Okay, I cannot wait to hear your feedback on the PD book. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much to all who pre-ordered it. Thank you. And also, thank you to Leslie Bickford, who is the podcast producer, and to Stacey Goodman, who does the sound engineering. Take care, everyone. Be well.